Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Strictly Hoop Talk. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty, and returning is what seems like a long time, what seems like a long drought, is my friend, Akil. Akil, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, man. Just just making it through the summer, just trying to make it through the summer with all this NBA drama, but it, it, keeps, it just keeps reeling you back in. <laughs> um, always does. Always finds a way. Yeah. Um, so... Okay, so let's talk the Spurs Kawhi Leonard trade. Now, last time we podcasted was immediately after, like I'm talking like five minutes after LeBron James signed with the Lakers. This situation, uh, it's about it's been about three or four days now since the Kawhi Leonard trade, and um, again the final the final trade is the Raptors acquire Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green, and and the Spurs get Demar Derozan, Yag. Jakob Pertl, sorry, and a 2019 first-round pick protected 20, um, one through 20, and it will convey it uh, if it if it is uh, if if it does not convey this year, it will convey, turn into two second-round picks. So, Akil, first reactions. I I woke up in Detroit when I had heard the news, um, at, and when I, I opened Twitter to see the news, actually. And I'd seen it just like maybe even five minutes after it happened. Um, what was what was your immediate reaction to the trade? Uh, I was kind of shocked because I felt like Kawhi didn't want to go there and Demar didn't want to leave. So like from that standpoint, it made zero sense. I get why they make the trade, but I still don't get why they did it. Yeah, I was absolutely forward to. Um, I listened to the Zach Lowe podcast that dropped the day before Kawhi got traded, which I think was like Tuesday or Monday. And when my horse said that they were the uh... dark horse, yeah, yeah. And I didn't take that too seriously. I just I I, I had heard Toronto was interested even weeks ago, right? We had heard Toronto was interested, but um, nothing ever really came to fruition. Um, apparently, even. You know, I think it was Woj tweeted that there was several deal, several times they had a deal in place and it fell apart. So this was a, this was probably this is probably a good two three week period of uh, trade negotiations where deal after deal fell through, and then this is finally the one they agreed to. So um, yeah, I was like you, I was very shocked. Um, I was following Twitter, I was uh, reading all the reactions. Uh, one of the first takeaways I had was, wow, I can't believe this actually. Um, I can't believe this actually happened. Um, but you know, the second reaction was um was what Twitter's second reaction was too. It was kinda it was kinda the same in that in that um the second reaction was just wow, I can't believe they traded DeMar DeRozan. Like I feel bad for the guy. The guy signed a contract, even took a slight discount to stay there. Um, was Toronto through and through, you know, I mean I'm I'm sure 
if you listen to other podcasts, you've heard all the you've heard all there is about uh, about Demar Derozan in Toronto, and you know how Toronto is you know everything to Demar Derozan, and Demar Derozan is everything to Toronto. So um, that was something that really kind of hit me. Was that was that was that one of the big uh, takeaways from you at the very beginning as well? I mean, very beginning and still now, it's just that yeah. it's like the dude loves Toronto. Like, he loves everything about the city. The city embraced him with open arms. He gave the love right back. Um, It was definitely a place where you could tell that it was the first star Toronto ever had that didn't want to go. Right. Like, ever. T-Mac left. Vince left. Chris Bosh left. First star Toronto ever had that said, no, but I actually kind of want to stay. I love this place. And, uh, you could tell that uh, it hurt for him a lot, and I still think it does hurt. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But you know, let's get into let's get into the actual trade itself. So there, there's a bunch of things to unpack here, and we'll also address the Mel trade as well later in this podcast. But um, right now let's focus on the big trade, which is Kawhi Leonard. Um, so let let's look at it from um. Uh, we get we get tackled this from multiple angles. So first, let's tackle it from the Spurs side. So um, the Spurs clearly elected to take a package where they got uh, where the best asset in the in the trade that the uh, the best pa- asset that they received was a um, was a proven star player already, and that is very that is very very interesting to me because um, you know a lot of people were do they take the immediate star that can help them. Is that is there a team willing to trade an immediate star to get Kawhi? Um, you know, and and there was all those kinds of questions. Or do they take the younger route and go with the packages and get the picks and all that? And they got uh they got they got Pirtle, who's a nice player, um, and they do got a first round pick, but it's not a very strong first round pick. Um, so, do you think the Spurs made the right move to to, to take this package, this kind of package, I should say? Uh, no, I would ask for more, but Toronto gave them that. They're fine with it, and good on Toronto. Um, I would have asked for one of the better younger pieces, an OG or mm-hmm. uh, Siakam or something like that, but they wanted Jakob Pertl, and he's the most Spurs-ass player I've seen on that Toronto roster in my whole life. So, uh, yeah, I guess they, they liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with that. I agree with that. I think they could definitely played hardball, got some more assets. But you know, in a way, the more I've sat with it, isn't Demar Derozan like one of the perfect Spurs players? Oh no! So I said this already. The Spurs shot, I think, seventy nine percent of their shots in the mid range last year, and that number is jumping up to like ninety this year. <laughs> you got. I mean, look. Now the Spurs have two All NBA players, right? Like they gave up a player who didn't play for them last year. Now, I, okay, I get, I get, Kawhi's a much better player and all that, but you know the argument is they gave up a player who barely played at all last year, and the, and then a rotation player in Danny Green, who I think is a very underrated part of this trade too. I think that's a big land for the Raptors. I think that's a nice get. I think Danny Green is a nice rotation player. Um, oh, great rotation player for them. You get another wing dude with that super long. Uh, good defender can knock down a open catch and shoot three. Yeah. So if Kawhi wants to play basketball, I mean, you have three dudes out there who can switch at any given time with Kawhi, OG, and uh, Danny Green. Yeah, 
Exactly. And so so I think Danny Green was a was a good asset to get in, in the trade. But you know, I mean you, you the Spurs got they, they got they got a first round pick. Now granted it's not a great first round pick like we just said. Um, but it will likely convey. Um I, I see I unless quiet there's this whole holdout thing, which I don't buy for a moment. Uh maybe you do, but I don't buy that Kawhi will actually hold out. Oh no, uh, he's gonna play. Right. And so so I so I that's the only scenario where I see that pick being a top twenty pick. So yeah. um so no, it's gonna be that isn't it doesn't it fall to second round? Um it it will if it if it doesn't convey this year, yeah. It falls to two second rounds if it doesn't convey this year. Okay, so it'll be so you think it's gonna be two second rounds? No, I'm saying I'm saying it will convey this year because it because they won't because Kawhi will play and this team will be a team that finishes somewhere in the top tw- uh the top um 10 in the league and as far as record goes. I mean, oh yeah 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 yeah, I'm with you, I'm with you. Keep going. Okay. Yep, you're good. Yeah. So um so they got so they got they got a pick and by the way, the Spurs always seem to nail the late round picks always. Um always. So so you have that you have, you know, a, a prospect who like you said is a very Spurs-esque player. Um, you know, it's a it's a good it's a good player. You got and you get DeMar DeRozan who's you know, I mean, I think a lot of his um, his reputation is overshadowed by that horrible Cleveland series, and I'm not excusing that, but I think you got to take him in the grand scheme of things. I mean, this guy was like was playing like a top ten player in the league when he was when he was uh, or near top ten player in the league when he was uh, during the regular season. So I think he's a I think he's a he's a great player, and I think he's a player that I mean he's going they're going to have him for three years in his prime. So to me, it's a very it's it's actually a very good Spurs trade for the Spurs themselves, um, but but again, I think it I think it's uh I think it's great for the Toronto Raptors as well. What do you think about it from the Spurs side as far as what they got? Like, do you do you like that for them? I mean, I know you said that you wish they would have gone younger, but what they got um, does it? No, does I like it... what they got. Obviously, you get a proven basketball player in Demar Derozan, right? And you get a player that the Spurs can work around and craft into what they want out of a big man as far as Jakob Pertl. So, uh, yeah, I like it. Okay, so um, then let's jump to then let's jump to the other side. So Toronto Raptors. Now, this to me, my immediate reaction was this was a home run for Toronto. The Spurs side of the trade grew for me. Um, but, you know, this is, and you're going to laugh at this, but this is, to me, the the parallel I immediately connected it to was the Blake Griffin trade, right? Where it's essentially yeah. it's essentially um, on opposite ends of the spectrum. The Pistons did that trade because that was the only way they could get a player of that caliber um, was to do that trade. And the Spurs, or sorry, the Raptors, the same way for them to get a player like Kawhi top when healthy. If he if he is who he was, then this guy is a top three to five player in the NBA. Oh, easily, and yeah, you're that. not you're not going to get that any other way. So if yeah. if Kawhi is Kawhi, then this trade is a no brainer for Toronto. Whether it's for one year, or whether they get him for five six years, exactly. Yeah, so I so I think that this is a trade that you ten times out of ten do f- for Toronto. The only thing that the makes only, it hard is the DeRozan, right? That and the fact that if he walks out on a walks out with you, walks well, out for a year. And that that's the best that part can, to me, though. That's the best okay. part to me. Keep going. Give me your take on that. Okay, I, I see that as the best part because this allows them to, then if Kawhi walks, all of a sudden Danny Green's a free agent, Kawhi's a free agent, 
all of a sudden they got they got out of DeMar DeRozan's contract and they're one oh, step so closer to blowing up. To go try to get another star. Okay, I get not that. not even to get another star. I think I think if they I think if Kawhi leaves, it's blow up time, and th- th- that's just one less contract that they had to trade. Oh, the one less contract you have to trade and pay. Okay, okay, I'm here for that. Um, I mean, the most thing that they probably use is a couple bromances. The Poto Siakam bromance is pretty fun to see grow over these past couple years, mm-hmm. and then uh, you obviously lose Demar and Lowry. So, yeah. But besides that, I'm not the. I mean, it's okay. It's it was a obviously fleece from uh, Toronto. I love everything that they got in this trade, and um, Pop will figure out how to make this work. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I could see. I I I'm already calling it now. We're gonna have like a one month stretch where where there's gonna be articles coming out. Demar Derozan's actually a great defender. Like oh no, oh yeah, because his defensive happen. rating is gonna be like eighty one point something the whole season. Right. And, you know, and he's a great player. He's a, he's a great scorer. And, you know, you got him and Aldridge. You got two All-NBA players. Like, there's reasons to be excited for if you're San Antonio. Um, exactly. So, all right. So, let's hop over to this mellow. Yeah, let's hop over to this mellow real quick. So, this is the other trade that kind of shocked me because... Um, Does it even count as a trade, though? I mean, it's what's just that? like a... I mean, I don't even count it as a trade. That's just a let me get out of this contract and you can go wherever you want when you get bought out. <laughs> Right, right. I, I mean, but they, they, I mean, I would consider a trade because of what they got in Schroeder. Um, I don't like Schroeder, though. <laughs> I don't think anybody does, but. I never liked Schroeder. I mean, so, maybe somebody does. I, I, I assume maybe the Thunder like him. Who knows? But, um, yeah, so Carmel Anthony traded to the Atlanta Hawks where he will be waived to become a free agent. Um, the crazy part is, yeah, that they're waiving him instead of, like, actually buying him out. So I think this, uh. This came uh, about a week or so after reports that they were nearing an agreement for a buyout. Um, yeah. And so, so that's why the trade was shocking to me. But the Thunder will send a uh, 2022 protected first-round pick to the Hawks for guard Dennis Schroeder and forward Mike Muscala. Mike Muscala then goes to Philadelphia. The first-round pick in 2022 is protected 1 through 14 and becomes two second-round picks if not conveyed in that first year. So... Um, that uh, Justin Anderson's going to Atlanta, and oh yeah, yeah, that... yeah that's that's right. Um, and for and uh, forward, I don't even know how to say his name. I f- I forget Timothy how. Timothy Lawalu Cabarat. There you go. That's why you're on the show. <laughs> yeah, that dude. Yeah, that dude. That dude got traded. He's going um, to the Sixers for yep. Um, Muscala. Yeah. So, anyways. Or he's going to the Thunder for Muscala yeah. for the Sixers. So, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, so basically this was a trade to uh, get rid of that big payday, that tax that you'd have to get if you uh, had Melo there. So good for them. Uh, I mean, I don't really know what else to. I mean, do you like do you like Shooter as a, as a six-man backup point I mean, guard? Yeah, I don't think he wants to be a six-man backup point guard. I think it's going to be another Reggie Jackson thing. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that very well. I think he's 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 very similar to Reggie Jackson. He remind. I was just about to say he reminds me a lot of Reggie Jackson. Actually, now since I brought that up. Yeah, they uh, play super similar. Yeah, they play super similar. They're both attack style, uh, attack shoot first, um, attack the basket type uh, type guards, and then and then look to pass. Um, 
have the same question marks defensively, all all that. Um, so, but I think it's a good. I think it's a good uh, get for for OKC. Um, they seem to, you know, look. They're, they're a team that's capped out, and this is yeah. the only way to get talent. I mean, I mean, would it be a stretch to say that that Dennis Schroeder is going to be more useful, and more valuable to them than Mel was last year? I don't think so. No, not not a stretch at all. So, um, so so you know, so they got they got a player. The I interesting. Would you rather play? You'd rather play Dennis Schroeder than Raymond Allen too. So, like, let's be honest here. Yeah, that's that's very true. The interesting, uh, the interesting thing too is that is I don't know if you found it as interesting as I did, but I found it really interesting that the pick they send is a 2022 protected first. I mean, that's yeah. far in the future. I thought that, they'd want that a little bit up more, but I mean, I guess Atlanta was sick of Dennis and they didn't want him there. And that's clearly uh, we have Trey Young here. We're trusting him. He's gonna be our guy, mm-hmm. and we're riding with him. So. Yeah, I I agree. That's, that's definitely a, we have more faith in him right now than we ever had faith in you. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, so with uh with with that being said, I like the trade for Atlanta. Um, Atlanta smartly using their cap, they acquire a pick. Um, again, it's it's protected, it's lottery protected, uh, for one year, and then it becomes two second round picks if it's not conveyed. Um, but you know that could be a price to pay for for OKC in 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 the future. I mean, I mean, there's a situation where again Paul George is gone off that roster. Could be potentially gone off that roster by then. Uh, Russ could be, you know, with his play style. You know, you always wonder how much miles he has left in the tank. Uh, you know, and, and and then again, you know, in that scenario, the pick would the pick would become protected, become two second round picks, but. You know, maybe this is a team that you know this could be like a like a fifteen, sixteen, eighteen uh, pick in the draft, right? Like two thousand twenty-two. It's a very and that's a and that's a pretty good and that's a pretty good haul for taking on a a Carmelo Anthony contract one year that you're just gonna waive. Exactly. And you get rid of a problem um, in Dennis Schroeder that you clearly never wanted. Um, so so to me that was a that was a, that was a great. Uh, that was a great trade for for Atlanta, and you know, also getting Justin Anderson, who I always just, I don't know, he he always strikes me. I don't think there's big potential with him. I just think he's just an interesting player that I think can be useful in the right situations. Exactly, I'm with you on that one. So, um, with that being said, Mel is going to clear waivers, become a free agent, and um, right now he has not signed with Houston. He's still clearing waivers, right? If I'm not mistaken, yeah. at this time. Yeah. Um, yep. So, yeah, that that's that'll be interesting to see. Um, he again, he's allegedly um, going to Houston. Uh, do you see any possibility that he goes anywhere else? Um, Miami, maybe, but besides that, no. Hmm. No, I want him to consider the Warriors. Get a ring. Stop. Get my man Mel a ring. Stop. Why Stop. not? I don't would, even think they touch that, that dude the, with the ten foot pole. The Warriors wouldn't take Mel for the minimum. I think they like Jamal Crawford a lot more than him. But uh if Melo was down to be a straight up well he'd have to be. If Melo was down to play fifteen minutes a game and just say Melo in these fifteen minutes just go for buckets. Can you imagine a like second a 20, unit? Uh, 
He could be a 20 times better uh, Nick Young, for sure. Yeah, and could you imagine a second unit of, like, DeMarcus Cousins and Mello? (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, yeah, DeMarcus Cousins. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When everybody was hyping up that L.A. LeBron stuff, the Warriors was like, all right, let's just nuke this whole fucking NBA. Boom. We get DeMarcus for $5 million. (laughs) That video, did you watch that video? Uh, What video was it? It was, like, this dude who, it was, like, basically NBA free agency in a nutshell. It was, like, the one dude who was, like, basically the same person for, like, every team. I think you've seen it. Yeah, you'd have to send that to me because I don't I don't remember seeing something like that. But did you see the video that happened three years ago of uh, DeMarcus Cousins calling himself the third Splash Bro? Yeah, yeah. That was funny. I seen that, I seen that video when it first came out at a Team USA camp. And I was and I was laughing at it, and that was immediately what I thought of when he signed it was the was uh when he signed the words he was he's now the third splash brother. Exactly. Where is he? Uh, yeah, man. All right, but, I sent it to you. I think you've seen it. All right, man. I'll, I'll I'll see it as soon as we wrap up this podcast. So um, that's a good time to wrap up the podcast. Then actually, let's uh, Akil, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate Thanks, man. you as yep. always. Um. You know, uh, you gotta. Next time you come back on, you gotta tell me some uh, some good stories about summer league or the Warren Hill concert. You've been doing some things this summer. You've been having yeah, fun. Yeah, man. I've been I've been half flying all over the place. Uh, Lauren Hill was dope. Uh, she did X Factor, which was die hype. Uh, she did a freestyle to Nice for What, which was dope. Oh, she did. That's really dope. Yeah. That's really dope. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, I'll catch you. La- right. I'll I'll catch you later. Um, All right, see you, man. Thank you for coming on the podcast, man. No I'll talk to you later. See you, buddy. Bye. All right, that will conclude today's episode. I want to thank my guest Akil for coming on. As always, I'm your host Chris Platty. This is Strictly Hoop Talk, part of the Strictly Hoop Talk and Strictly Hip Hop podcast. Um, you can find that on Apple Podcasts. Just search for it. Um, just search Strictly Hip Hop, Strictly Hoop Talk, or my name, Chris Platty, as well. And again, I am on all the social medias at Real Chris Platty. Um, you can find a link there. That's at C H R S P L A T T E. If you don't know how to spell real, don't follow. See you guys next week for some hip hop reviews and some NBA basketball talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. 